basically, I think basically, if you're vegan, your life is so you know is so you know doesn't count that you shouldn't be allowed to. <laughs> Are you suggesting that it shouldn't be that vegans don't drink these beers because they're not vegan? You're suggesting that vegans shouldn't be allowed to drink beer because it's too exciting a product for their lifestyle. Correct. And nor should they be allowed to do anything fun. Correct. Of any nature. Yeah, th- theme parks are also not vegan friendly. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> I mean, the amount of hot dog vapor you're breathing in, that surely can't be vegan. Welcome to a special off-season edition of the Long Snapper podcast. What am I saying? It's not special. It's an off-season edition of the Long Snapper podcast. Adam, Rich, Pat and Mark are all here to, well, to bring you some news from the NFL, I guess. Belatedly, um, compared to everyone else, of course. Belatedly. Um, Obvi- obviously. Obviously. Um, <laughs> we're, going to, we're going to preview the entire season by division in full. We'll come mm-hmm. to that. Yeah. Um, we're not going to... We're not going to waste time dedicating an episode to each team or an episode to each division like other much more successful and more boring podcasts will do. But, you know, this is us. We'll do it our way. Um, you can find us, by the way, on Amazon Podcasts now. You can ask your Alexa device to play the Long Snapper podcast, which is very exciting. Um, just thought I'd get that in there. We're on other podcasts. If, if we say Alexa play long snapper podcast on people's will it just fuck them up because it'll pick up while already playing or they could end up listening to it on two different devices oh that's a question if you're also if you're already but if, if that would be alexa itself telling alexa to play the long snapper podcast unless they're listening on some on their phone playing out loud in which case they're now listening to us twice lucky is that is, is this like podcast inception <laughs> yeah <laughs> We're on other podcatchers as well, but none of them matter. This is this is definitely the way forward. Um, um, listen, listen through your Alexa device. Um, Alexa, skip thirty seconds backwards. <laughs> let's let's just mess with people. <laughs> Such a um, prick. I wonder, Alexa, skip to the end of the quiz. That's not going to work. Um, <laughs> just, but you know, it it might be a good quiz. It's probably going to be a good quiz. Because, Pat, um, you are in charge this week. What have you got? Well, I mean, it's not technically going to be a quiz at all. It's more of a game. Um, we're, you know, a, a fan of occasionally borrowing formats that have been successful elsewhere and uh, rebadging them for our own purposes. So we're going to play a game of NFL-themed No More Jockeys. Um, and for those of you who haven't seen the game elsewhere, which includes Adam, even though I sent him a link to it so he could uh, know what was going on, the um, game basically works where the first player names an NFL-related person and then says a rule that that person meets that no future players in the game can meet. And then the next person adds a new name and a new rule and it builds up and builds up until we've forgotten the rules. Um, the, other pl- <laughs> the other players are listening to challenge for when rules are broken. So i give an example, right? If I started off with Adrian Amos and said no more identical initials of first name and surname, so no more AAs, 
that would mean that Adam couldn't say Blake Balls, no more musical groups, because Blake Balls is BB, so that would contravene my first rule. But it would mean that Mark could say Alfred Blue, no more colours. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. That sort of made sense. We, this, yeah. this game has just turned us all into Craig, which I'm not <laughs> entirely happy about. <laughs> it does sound. It does seem a bit like a drinking game, which, which I'm all in favour of. In fact, hey, I'm drinking. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it did did seem to help the version I've seen before. There, there did seem to be involved, and it did seem to help things a lot. <laughs> right. Shall I start us off, and then we go alphabetical order by first name? So can, me, can Rich, the... Adam, Mark. In, in theory, Pat, can, can the rules that get introduced literally be anything? Literally anything, yes. So, I mean, you don't want to be too restrictive at the start that you eliminate everyone. So if I say my first guy and say no more NFL players, that really, really hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll try and be sensible at the start and leave it a bit broad. Okay. Fine. All right. So I'll kick us off. I'll kick us off with Jay Ajayi. No more players where one of their names shares its name with a bird. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with Adam Gase and no more terrible head coaches because it'll be hilarious to discuss that if if any (laughs) more head coaches come up. All right. (laughs) I'm going to go with Zach Mettenberger. No more foods. Nice. Okay, I'll go with Ezekiel Elliott. No more fir- first names as surnames. Nice. Ah, okay. No more first names as surnames. Nice. Okay. Ooh. I will go for JJ Watt. No more units. Well, that, that you've literally gone with two birds. And not only that, the same bird that you went. So I'm challenging <laughs> you, Pat. And it's your own rule. <laughs> Oh, I've Mark Watson myself. That's sh- <laughs> shocking. If only there was some other Watts I could have gone for. <laughs> That's brilliant. Oh, wow. I Is that exactly how you wanted this to go, Pat? <laughs> this is the problem with playing with a pedant in the group. He's going to pick you up on everything. Every single thing. That's literally, literally the name of the game. That's fine, I can arbitrate. Brilliant. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm going to go with George Kittle and no more names that sound almost like household appliances. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to say Jake Locker, and we will have we'll have no more things that you might find at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's genuinely ruined out the one I was going to say. <laughs> How is that possible? I'm not going to say this person, but can I tell you who it was going to be? Yes. I was going to say Nicole Hardman. <laughs> <laughs> Adam's just lucky no one's got a locker in the house. Um, it's not an appliance. No, fair. Okay. Um... Eric Fisher, no more <laughs> crap pastimes. <laughs> the big problem here is re- remembering all these bloody rules, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, John Lynch. 
and no more things that t- horrendous people did in the 1920s. <laughs> horrendous people fish in the 1920s. I mean, that would be contravening two rules, I guess. <laughs> Does Lynch count as a boring? No, it's not boring. It might be horrific, but it's not dull. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Joe Montana. No more American states. Christian be hard, should it? <laughs> no. Christian Wade. No more ways that you walk into a river. That's very specific. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be here all night. <laughs> oh. <laughs> right, I've got to, I need to find things that are more ways to walk into a river. I'm just thinking <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with EJ Manual and no more things that no no more types of car engine uh, no more types of car transmission <laughs> types <laughs> well, just in case you mean Bobby Automatic is also yes. <laughs> exactly <laughs> Is there a rule in this pack where you can get them to name another? Name another is an option, yes. <laughs> wow. Uh, that, <laughs> we don't want to... Uh... Probably should have clarified that before, uh, after I said Christian Wade. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. AJ Brown. No, no more players known by just their initials. Uh, you just had another J. Oh! Yes! And also, you let Rich away with EJ Manuel. I know, I realised after I said it. Oh, <laughs> Which is God. the only reason I caught Adam. Scoundrels. <laughs> so not only did I not spot what you did, I then proceeded to do the exact same thing myself. Perfect. <laughs> nothing else, you both made me feel better about my life. So uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> is it me? It is, yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to go a bit more all-encompassing now and I'm going to go with James White and no more colours as surnames okay I'm going to go with Emmanuel Sanders and no more home improvement jobs (laughs) (laughs) can can I call something out or is that not allowed once you're out once you're out you're out both okay although technically there's only normally three of them so yeah, I don't see why not. You call stuff out, and I'll just meet. I'll um. Well, is is Sander another really dull thing to do? Just as a, just throwing it out there, like Fisher. Go as a job, not a hobby. Stuff okay. you have to do, not stuff you want to do. I think you'd have a better argument with it being a household appliance, to be honest. That's <laughs> not it's not something that's almost a household appliance. That's true, it's yeah. actually a household appliance. Oh, <laughs> this, see, this is a quiz where knowledge doesn't help, but pedantry really helps. <laughs> yeah. I should be better at it, given that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Mark, then. Well, this, see, when it comes straight back to you, it's hard. Um... Jesus. Um, okay 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 let's go with um, 
Why is it now you can't remember a single player's name? Um, it's just me and every other regular quiz, Mark. Yeah, just <laughs> no sympathy for you. <laughs> yeah. I can't, why can't I think? Of, oh, okay. Um, Alex Mack and players named after video game characters. No more players named after video game characters. No, TV. TV. What we're talking about? TV what? characters. <laughs> I like Damn Alex it. Kid, maybe. That, yes, that, that might be what I was thinking of, but no. Alex Mack. Bollocks. Literally just about to go with. Uh, oh, I'm going to tell you because we're allowed to do this now. Jerry Jones. <laughs> uh, I thought Mark was going to get no more types of clothing, if I'm honest. <laughs> okay. All right. Be better. I don't, I don't know whether this is just a bit harsh, but I'm going to do it anyway because Patrick Pat suggested it earlier. Uh, Dak Prescott, no more NFL players. What? Ooh. I guess you can still have pundits who didn't coaching, play. Coach, sort of. Coaching staff. Yeah. Head coaches, that kind of stuff that didn't play. Most of them played. <laughs> God. <laughs> um. I'm ready to Google anything Mark says at this point. <laughs> um, okay, so someone involved in American football, but not a someone who's played. Yep. Um, someone's not played in the NFL. Okay, I'll go with um, Brandon Bean, Bills GM, no more foods. Um, I'm going to go with. I I've, no idea, I've no idea if he hasn't played in the NFL, by the way. I'm just. I'm guessing. just checking that. Um, just checking that right now. Pretty Thanks. sure. Isn't he. No, isn't you're, he good part with of the you're good. Bean Brothers. With him. Um, oh, what's it called? Saber Metrics and all that's Not Saber Metrics, the other one. It's the analytics lot. Um, I'm going to go with Bill Belichick. He played, did he not? I think he played in NFL. Surely there must be a bird that's got Bill in it somewhere. Yeah, but I said entirely not part of it. A spoondle sandpiper, but that's stretching it. (laughs) No, I was talking about the famous humming Belichick. (laughs) (laughs) The less sponsored head coach, isn't that? We need to establish... No more Bills. Including including the franchise as well as the, uh, the first name. I can confirm that Bill Belichick didn't play to any degree of relevance. I'm loving the fact. Oh no, never mind. Yeah, Adam's first category was no more foods, and then Mark's also had the category no more foods, but no one noticed. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I'm so bad at this. <laughs> this I can't remember any of the rules ever. <laughs> Just, just say a name and see where Adam goes. Okay, um, Sean McVeigh. No more capital letters other than the first letter of the surname. Ooh. And his first name, obviously. I was going to say, like, do, <laughs> I, do, do I get like both names there? <laughs> just 
like, no, just no. You've got to come up with a Madonna style <laughs> guy who didn't play in the NFL, mid <laughs> coach. Good luck. Uh, I'm now desperately trying to think of head coaches who I've already I've already shot my load on the Carl Shanahan because he didn't play at NFL level. I think he I think he might have played college as a wide receiver, but not well. Oh, um uh Mr. Bobby Sala. Head coach of the Jets, Sala. I can't think of any reason to. He definitely he came through like I think he was in like finance or something. Until he moved across the NFL. But what's your rule? Uh, no more Liverpool players. <laughs> <laughs> we really needed to introduce the name another rule right from the start, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should have done that first. Um, I keep forgetting it exists as an option. Andy Reid. No more people that Rich is just really happy for. <laughs> as a very specific category. I've already had Bill Belichick. No, you're not. I reckon Adam Gase. Oh, shit, I've already had him. Oh, yeah, and, and Andy already said crap head coaches. You literally <laughs> pointed yes. him out and on. Unbelievable. Uh, I'm just trying to think of that were so stupid that they could never have played the NFL. (laughs) So lacking in athletic ability anyway. Has he played? He can't play. He's not played any games in his life. It doesn't matter because... (laughs) You literally said him twice, break, thereby breaking your own rule. <laughs> it seems about on brand for me in a quiz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just annoyed that Mark won. By, by default. Which is, I suppose, the only way you win this quiz. I'll take it. <laughs> Alright, let's, uh, well, let's get into some off-season content, chaps. Um, We've got no games to review. We've, we've got well, just in case, just in case we, we don't get together again or we don't get around to doing this. Um, we're going to preview the season for 2021. It might seem way too early, um, but you know, we're not going to do it in a way that we've released 32 pods and get someone on to talk about each team, or even eight pods and we do a an NFC North special. No. We're going to do all eight divisions in the only way we know how with some one sentence previews. Are you ready? Let's start with the AFC East. Gase is gone, bringing hope to the Jets and their youthful new coaching staff. The Pats are in year two of the post-Brady rebuild and the Dolphins look to build an offense that match, to match that defense. But much as I hate to say it, the Bulls will still be the team to beat in this division. They won't make it past the Chiefs in the postseason though. AFC North. Ravens look favourites at this stage, especially now that Big Ben is sticking around for another year. Watch out for the Browns, though, who could be playoff bound two years in a row. AFC South. Pick your winner from the Titans or Colts. Feels like this could be another. Titans. 
Feels like this could be a very, another very close court race. Indy gets a shiny, new, albeit usually broken quarterback, and the Jags will be finding ways to try keeping Trevor alive. The Titans remain a huge mess. <laughs> the Titans Texans. <laughs> I was going to take that. Um, <laughs> AFC West. It's hard to see anyone bridging the gap to last season's champions, the Chiefs. Though the Chargers should be more dangerous with second-year quarterback Herbert, and the Broncos, if they land Watson, will have a lot of good pieces. NFC East. The most dysfunctional division of 2020 shows few signs of getting sat together as of yet. I hope it doesn't. NFC North. Oh, that's me. Will anyone get within five games of the Packers in 2021? Vikings seem most likely unless the Bears land a competent quarterback in the off-season. Detroit appears to be blowing it up to start again. Again. <laughs> NFC South. With the Saints facing the need to take a side to their playing squad in order to fit under the salary cap, this division will be all about the Bucks' attempt to repeat last year's triumphs. The Falcons might show some signs of life, but the Panthers are going to remain irrelevant. And finally, the NFC West. A division that still feels like all four teams could challenge and it's hard to pick a favourite going into 2021. Matt Stafford to the Rams feels like a direct a declaration of intent from Sean McVay and it's a big season ahead for Jimmy G's future in San Francisco. There we go. Alexa, stop playing the Sonic the Hedgehog music on top of this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I hope this works for some people and just, just messes them up. Um, <laughs> Oh, if we hadn't lost listeners in the past, we certainly are, are going to do if we keep doing this. Um, all right, there you go. Just for the record, if anyone wants to know at any point if we previewed the season, we'll just go back to that. We'll just play it again if we need to. There you go. Done. Previewed Done. the season. All right, any Nothing's going to change between now and the start of the season, so it will be fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing changes. Definitely not going to be one of the biggest free agent uh, off-seasons that we've ever seen. I mean, the rate that the Titans are cutting players will have half a squad change by the time we finish the podcast. I mean, it, it's it's basically daily at the moment, and it wouldn't surprise me if someone else hasn't been cut since we started recording. But it's it's not just the Titans. It's This is something we're going to see, or we're already seeing across the league. And the salary cap. Now, everything's been unique in the past 12 months across the world. We know that. Um, but the salary cap's are weird byproduct of all of this so you know lower incomes across the league because of um people haven't been able to go to games or if they have it's been reduced crowds um teams aren't making as much money so the nfl has lowered the salary cap for 2021 and which ironically is causing you know it's it's all about being responsible and you know, it all has to be profitable, it has to stack up, but it's actually causing more headaches for, for teams. <laughs> all it's doing is giving, making more players unemployed. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, you know, but before we move on to anything else, we really should call out the real victims on all this, which is those poor billionaire team owners who just weren't able to find the extra 40 or 50 million down the back of the sofa that would have been all that was required to have a reasonable salary cap this year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, will no one think of the owners, please? <laughs> oh, Save isn't it bullshit? Surely it's bullshit. I mean, it, it, that's kind of missing the point. 
I think. But I I know what you I know what you're saying. No 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 teams out there are complaining about like yeah this is we're struggling financially because of this. Um, we need to save money by paying players less. Nobody's saying that. This is why it's it's all it's all a bit strange. But here we are, and to an extent, it screws their own product, which makes it less saleable, which is just bizarre. I I don't. I don't re- I understand what they're saying is the reasoning behind doing it but I I think it's it's backwards thinking for me. Yeah. So there's been a lot there's been a lot of GMs that have been talking about how when this all starts the cuts that are already starting but it's like the the phrase has been an absolute bloodbath that is just going to be like players that in normal circumstances wouldn't be getting cut getting cut and almost universally players except for like your massive names taking pay cuts just to basically remain employed so 182 and a half million is where it's now been set which was literally today um the figure was announced but we teams knew it was coming so we've been seeing some effects of this already um i think it's just it's just going to go mad if it's not mad enough already um now i mean names like someone Sent shared a list helpfully in the the WhatsApp earlier, um, just to you know, mention a few names that have been affected in this way. Um, you know, Malcolm Butler, um, Carlos Dunlap, Alex Smith, Golden Tate, Josh Josh Gordon. Um, well, <laughs> Josh Gordon might be slightly Ish. different, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so essentially, veterans who uh, maybe towards the end of a or mid contract who might have their contract restructured or have have it put to them that their their contract needs to be restructured obviously they don't have to say yes to that um, I, th- I think a lot of players are, are basically anyone that's avoided the franchise tag the next option for them is free agency and a lot of teams will hope that they can re-sign these players like Kenny Golladay is a good example they hope that they will be able to sign him back on better terms but there's obviously no guarantee that they're going to be able to do that. And, and teams aren't using the franchise tag in a lot of cases because right, it'd be too much. Too expensive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's there's going to be an element here of players thinking they can go out and test free agency and then suddenly having a reality check. So there's going to be a lot of agents telling their players, this is fine, don't worry about it, we'll get you a great deal. I think we're going to see a lot of those like middle of the pack but still very, very usable veterans that would be starters in a lot of teams. I think we'll see a lot of them taking probably just a one-year deal for this season with the hope that they can then pick up three or four seasons the next year on a much better deal. Or we'll see deals being very, very backloaded. I think we'll see bigger signing bonuses than we've ever seen before, like with Dak's new um his new contract in order to push a lot of that money down into years three and four. What's, what's a shame is the fact that there are players that will be being released by their teams at the moment who probably looking at it, as you say, Rich, they're, well, they're, their agents saying, well, we can get you a a better deal elsewhere. So they're they're perhaps turning down a restructured contract or they're, they're not prepared to, to budge at this point. Um, who will end up taking a pay cut somewhere else. Um, and it means that players who have, they might have been where they are for a number of years and quite happy, will end up moving and taking the pay cut that 
you know, they could have stuck where they were and done that. Um, and it's it's a shame. We'll see a lot of players moving around all over the place, and that doesn't doesn't really help anybody. No, it's a really tough time to be a player like um, coming back off a long term injury like Juan Alexander, who was very good quality for a number of years before picking up this long term injury, and uh, it's just deemed as too big a risk for a club who uh, are really needing to slash that wage bill. Yeah, it's it's yeah. it's going to be weird to weird to see. Well, where how it all turns out, um, and yeah, contracts are going to be different as a result of this. Um, I think one of the things that we'll see toward, particularly towards the end of the off season, will be teams that are fairly comfortable with their current playing squad but have a bit of cap space sweeping up a bunch of veterans on one-year deals i can imagine the pats doing this bunch of veterans on one or two-year deals bringing them in and plugging them into their system rather than getting involved too early on in free agency and losing that you know precious amount of cap space that there is it's like doing it's like doing a really really um restrictive uh auction draft where the people that don't bid early on actually end up with the best squads <laughs> it's the best that is the best way to draft um the saints are a team that stick out who are in a cap hole like big time um the, to be fair to them they've got um malcolm Jen- malcolm jenkins and someone else i saw they've restructured deals that's going to chip away at it and um, but teams yeah, teams that aren't necessarily as well set up as the Saints. The Eagles are another one um, that have been mentioned. Oh. Sat, sat with their 40 million of dead capped of dead money. Well, yeah. Quite. <laughs> it's just funny. Well, well let, let's mention Carson Wentz. Um, he is now an Indianapolis Colt. Um, and that certainly happened since we were last on air. And that, I mean, it, it might work. It, it surprised seems- me. It seems to me that there's two camps here, isn't it? It's either the people who think he is absolutely done and think, well, why why would you trust him? Because he's not really given you any evidence to suggest recently that he, he can still do it. Or you get the other people who think he's the absolute saviour of Indianapolis and this makes him a Super Bowl favourite. Um, I'm more the latter. I'm more the former than the latter. Um, I, I don't think he's produced anywhere near enough recently to show that he can stay healthy or that he's, even when he is healthy, is playing at a level enough that he can take the Colts to the next level. Um, time will tell. Honestly, I think that for the second year in a row, the Colts are going to be held back by a quarterback when actually the rest of their roster looks pretty damn tip-top. And and they've and which they've done this with being the the team that's got the fourth most cap space left. Yeah, they could have they could have done better, surely. Yeah, the, the thing the thing for me is they haven't given up too much for him. He's a third well third rounder in this draft, and then a conditional second next year, which is based on them actually getting production uh, out. Eagles of him. wanted rid, didn't they? Ab- Absolutely. Yeah. But for me, Indy. If Indy is smart and gets in a quality veteran QB, I mean, someone like Fitzpatrick who can just sit there and be available if, if Wentz turns out to be a complete disaster, for me, that that's a no-brainer in terms of, like, he could be wonderful for us as long as you have a backup option that is solid and you've got the money to do that because you've got loads of cap space and there's going to be desperate players towards the end of the offseason. Okay. Um, 
you mentioned Deshaun Watson, um, or someone did. <laughs> he has a way of doing better. Where's he going to end up? Or is he just going to be that grumpy, fat meme in training camp that <laughs> <laughs> that turns up unhappy? Um, it would be so, it would, potentially such a huge waste. Um, and, I mean, let's ignore the Houston Texans as a moribund franchise for a moment. Um, what's well? Where where should Deshaun Watson go, Pat? Uh, now, should is a different question to the one I was <laughs> thinking I was going to be answering. I think he'll end up not playing in Texas, but where he should end up, I don't know. I'd like to see him somewhere like the Panthers. I think he'd flourish there. For me, my biggest issue is I don't think there are teams out there because he's got a no trade clause, right? So he can decline teams if he doesn't want to go there. I don't know that there is a team that he'd well, want I, to go I to. Well, I have that there are 31 teams he'd be happy to be <laughs> traded to. <laughs> well, some yeah, some of the teams he's true. highlighted, I find it being really bizarre choices. Like one, one, one the Jets. See, I don't know that the Jets are as far off. The thing, the thing with the the thing They're, with the, they, they the, are very far off. <laughs> <laughs> very, very far off. Just it's more. Of, I think. I think for me, the Jets are a big question mark for this coming season because the Gase effect is such such a huge effect on any club that he's at that I think it's almost impossible to know quite where they are talent-wise in the roster. But for me, the, the biggest question is, I don't know that there are any teams that he would really, really want to go to that have the willingness or the ability to do the deal that the Texans would want for him, which is well, why I think he ends up still in texas one thing about the jets is that they could try they could offer quite a lot for deshaun watson and then get it back by trading their number two pick um because they've then already got a franchise qb in deshaun watson if they do it that way so if, a- if actually he, it's not that crazy if he was willing to go to the jets if it for me you push the button on that all day long and you even offer them the second overall pick because oh, yeah. if I'm if I'm taking if I get the choice of a potential at number two that isn't this guy that everyone assumes is going to be brilliant in Trevor Lawrence, assuming he's gone all day long, I'm taking Deshaun Watson over anybody that you can offer me as the second overall pick. Yeah, right. So, Absolutely. And that and that's as you say. Even if you send if you send the second overall pick there, then you've still got a lot of other picks elsewhere that you can use to fill out that roster to a greater extent. Plus, you've got free agency where you've got cap space and you can grab a bunch of veterans that that will do a decent. Like if you get Watson in, that makes that roster immensely more palatable and interesting for players that are on the fence to then go there. The only other one that I think is potentially of interest could be the Dolphins. Um, they they don't seem a hundred percent sold on Tua, and they've they've also got the third overall pick from, funnily enough, the Texans. <laughs> so how about you give that back to them um, and chuck in a few others? They've also got the I think it's um, chuck in Tua as well. Well, yes, yeah, potentially, yes. He's and, a rookie, so he won't have a no trade deal. Yeah, and you've got a quarterback that can, you know, might be all right. Who knows? We haven't really seen that much of him, but you've also got the number three pick. Maybe even offer them something else next year too because the Dolphins tend to have loads of them. 
And <laughs> yeah. what, if Again, you're him, the Texans. <laughs> yeah. And if you're if you're him, um, you know, the Dolphins is someone that potentially I don't want Deshaun Watson in the AFC East, by the way. But if you've got the choice of going to Miami, a team that's clearly run all right, decent defense last year, did better than a lot of people thought. Go and stay in the sunshine, not have to worry about New York. I think that probably could be quite appealing as well. It would be an amazing move for a franchise to tank for Tua, fail the tank, get him anyway, and then give up on him after a year or half a year and uh, trade him for someone else. I I can't see them doing that because of just how badly it reflects on what they've done the previous two years. Yeah, well, also... all of those things seem like the right decision at the, the age <laughs> Somehow they do. It yeah. also suggests that Mark's comment that they're a very well-run franchise may not be exactly on point if you're going to, like yeah. you say, throw away a guy that you wanted that quickly. But by what I mean by that is as in you've got the coach there that clearly in Brian, Brian Flores that everyone thinks is good. He sources True. out the defensive side of the ball. They've got weapons on offense. They're, they're a club that is progressing rather than someone like the Jets who shows no signs of progressing other than you're getting rid of the head coach. He's not here. He can't, he can't find the bus there. <laughs> I'm just hoping he's listening. And like, <laughs> he I mean, he can't disagree either. <laughs> no, he, he wouldn't anyway. Um, oh, I think right. he has oh. hope now. <laughs> he had hope last season as well. <laughs> yeah, but Gates is gone now. <laughs> All right. Well, well, I like I like us. I like these being AFC East options, Mark. Um, Ideally out of the conference, but if if not, I'll take the AFC East. Um, <laughs> although we are playing that division in 2021, selfishly. Right. Um, we put up with Brady for long enough. I don't want any more. <laughs> <laughs> no one else like that, please. I mean, Watson's not very like Brady. He, no, he's not. He's he's not a system quarterback. Oh, he's 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 more scary, if anything. Um, right. Houston have also in the time since we last spoke, um, let go of JJ Watts, which on the face of it all seemed quite amicable. Um, how amicable, I'm not that sure, but I don't think any of us saw his landing spot coming. Um, the, the Arizona Cardinals, which, I mean, if I'm not knocking them per se, but I, I, I was quite surprised by this. I mean, it, the way it was all done, you think, yeah, let's give JJ Watt a shot at a Super Bowl ring. That's what clearly what he wants. And then he's taking the money instead. Basically. <laughs> money and sunshine. Money, yeah. Um, I mean, maybe we're underestimating the Cardinals, but the contract that he's taken, and no, he's, he's just taking the money, isn't he? I don't think the Cardinals would be a bad team next year. I don't think they'll be a Super Bowl contender next year. And I honestly don't know that he'll play that many games next year. I'm I'm still not convinced that he'll actually make it on the field as much as people assume. There's there's a name recognition with JJ Watt that goes back to a time when he was much more productive than he's been in the last two seasons. I think he bring he brings a team leadership and he he'll bring he'll bring the best out of the players around him and that's not to be sniffed at. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, there's clearly fallings out in Houston, not necessarily with any specific people, but uh, there were you know, the, the general incompetence of how the, the clubs gen- run. Well, yeah, <laughs> but his teammates as well. We saw some of those press conferences um, where 
I wouldn't say he lost it, but he was certainly angry um, and calling calling his teammates out. I mean, it, it it's a fresh start. But I just, I just think maybe, maybe he knows deep down that he's not got that much left in the tank and he's he's taking the money. I, I mean, it still surprises me, the sort of guy he seems to be, but I don't know. I, I've not looked at his contract, but surely he's already made a ton of money. Now's the time to get on a roster where you can get a ring. Well, that that's why it shot. That's why it astounds me. Um, yeah, and, it was, has... and like you said, like you alluded to, it was a shit ton of money as well, considering the production he's produced in the last couple of years and his ability to stay healthy. It was yeah. It... Delighted seeming... it screws the Cardinals cap space. Well, it's certainly not going to help. <laughs> Which is why, and when it, as it transpires, his second highest bid was from Buffalo. And I can't say I'm at all disappointed that he has gone elsewhere because whilst the Bills need pass rush, I'm not sure that he's the pass rush that you need for that kind of money and the production he produces you now. Not worth it. I, I agree. I do agree with Adam in terms of the leadership. The thing for me is he's the kind of player that you would love to have on a team that already has really great depth on the defensive line which i guess the cardinals do so you can have him as a bit more of a a rotational piece that you don't need to rely on as the premier piece like the texans have for five years he could be a a decoy as well teams teams are still going to worry about him that's a bloody expensive decoy well yeah yeah yeah, absolutely it is of course it is Um, are we gonna see a tom brady like phoenix rise from the flames here and he turns out to be you know, three years ago, JJ, what now? I wouldn't wouldn't shock me with him. I mean, because he needs some sunshine. He just needs some sunshine. That's it. That's all he's been missing. It's, it's I hardly, mean, it's sunny in it's, Texas. It's hardly, well, like, but... well, I was about to say it's not really snowy in Texas, but like the last <laughs> month, it really has been. <laughs> <laughs> that was the final straw. I mean, no, he's, he is, well, he's 31. He's about to turn 32. That's not necessarily completely washed up, but he has, he has had injury issues. Um, so he's not like he's a 36-year-old. Just right. so you, you never know. You never oh, know. Those 36-year-old guys there passed it. <laughs> In that position, maybe more often. Um, yeah, it's one that grinds you down, isn't it? Yeah. He one thing he before we move on from him, um, and I'd be interested to hear your views on this. He persu- I, I don't know who starts these things, but the number 99 was a retired number by the Cardinals. And the family of, and this isn't even a, I think it's a running back. This goes back to like the early days of the NFL where numbering was even more um, just well, messed up than it is now. And just anyone did what they want, they like. But the number 99 was retired by some guy I hadn't even heard of, to be truthful. But he's, he's long since passed away. And he got the family to agree to temporarily unretire his number, which I just, I just think stinks a bit. Wherever yeah. it's come from, it's bullshit. It's if you've got a retired number, you've got a retired number. Like I'm sorry, but pick another number or go to somewhere that hasn't retired 99 if you want it that desperately. It's it's one of these things that it's it's the kind of thing about things like that in the Hall of Fame that annoy me. Where it's like this is bullshit. You're doing this for show, but the moment you know someone important wants something different out of it is the moment that you're just like, oh, we'll, we'll just forget about that now. Plus, he's been dead for ages, so who cares? No one remembers him anymore. <laughs> I mean, retiring numbers is a slippery slope, isn't it? Because you've only got 99 of them. And 
you need I want three digit numbers. Uh, three minimum fifty three <laughs> plus your like bit part players who come on and off the squad and in your practice squad and stuff. So you need at least sixty to seventy for a season. So you can only have twenty nine retired at most. So the longer your franchise has gone on for, the more likely you are to have the I mean, it's a Jaguar's wish we might not ever retire any, but if, <laughs> realistically if you're a good franchise at some point, you're gonna retire some and have run out of retired- the whole have they idea. not retired the uh, number five for Bortles yet, Pat? Has I mean, they should done? do, shouldn't they? The whole um, idea I'm of assuming... retiring shirts is bullshit. And as soon as Birmingham City retired Jude Bellingham's shirt, <laughs> for a 16-year-old that had played like 20 games for them, <laughs> fuck off. Uh, I, assume, I assume that the, the Jags, once they've drafted him, will immediately retire Trevor Lawrence's shirt in advance of him actually dying. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah sorry, Trevor, you can't have 16. Yeah. I'm really hoping that he doesn't play in his college number, so all the people who've pre-bought their Trevor Lawrence 16 shirts well, they just, just feel really sad. Him. They're like, no, we prefer Justin Fields. Don't um, go there. A, cu- a couple of high-profile examples to to mention here. Um, me having, I was going to say, done my homework, but this is just knowledge I'll just, I'll just openly admit. Um, Joe Montana went look, to the... Look at, look, at, look at Adam with the knowledge. <laughs> Joe Montana went to the Chiefs. What a dick. And... Shut <laughs> Joe Montana went, got traded to the Chiefs in the 90s and the Chiefs had retired number 16. So Joe Montana picked a different number. Um, Peyton Manning, when going to the Broncos, um, did what JJ Watt did. And persuaded the family of some long since dead owner of the retired number eighteen to unretire it for him. Um, so different different players with different standards. I just think it's a really odd thing that I quite I, I'm not dead against retiring a number for an absolute legend. Birmingham City is just a nonsense, Mark. <laughs> that ex- oh. that example. But um, the Titans have got a few retired, um, but you've got to be someone special to have that happen. And as Pat Riley says. In a hundred years' time, there there needs to be a solution to this. <laughs> well, in a hundred years' time, in a hundred years' time, we'll get to a point where the kind of legendary-ish players that get retired from this era, and you can guarantee over the next twenty years, there'll be more retirements than there ever have been because the self-importance of the NFL will suggest that everyone's a fucking legend these days. Um, you you'll end up with players that no one really remembers in. 100 years time and there'll be exactly the same issues then and on the flip side of that no one's staying at teams for very long with the exception of people like larry fitzgerald it's it's much rarer now to have long stints with individual teams so you're less likely to get that 10-year veteran legend who you want to retire the number of if you're that way inclined which i'm not yeah we've got like rings of honor within teams and stuff to celebrate it you don't need to retire jersey numbers yeah, oh, there's 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 so much pomp and circumstance and things like that in the NFL, and some some of it I don't mind. Um, the Premier League wants to could do better than adopting the Hall of Fame and stuff like that, but um, it's creeping it's creeping into that. Just do what Ivan Zamorano did when he couldn't have number nine because Ronaldo had it, and he just made himself one plus eight. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't believe. Oh, some of the IPL stuff, Mark. If you want to, if you want to see some nonsense, have a look at, have a look at that. It's just you, you might as well let five-year-olds design players' shirts. Um, honestly, <laughs> um, 
the whole numbering thing gets gets my goat because the whole point of there are strict rules that are there to guide officials and that players of a certain positions have certain numbers because players of a certain position are allowed to do certain things um, and it's just abused um, in anyway this is I was gonna say this is this is off-season content we don't have time for yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's I can't believe that. I'm busy you've done 10 we minutes say, on retirement we should save this we should save this for an off-season pod <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sign up for the Adam complains about numbering and rules podcast. This is supposed to be free agency. I'm not available for the numbering and rules one, whenever that is. Well, it, it was. Oh. Yeah, this isn't even worthy of an off-season podcast. It's any time something like this comes up, and I think no, we we I can't face this. Let's just talk about it in the off-season. We can't use that excuse. Should we talk about Dak's uh, contract a bit? Yes, yes, please. Let's get this back on relevant again. But I don't hate it. I mean, as long as he can stay fit after the injury, I think he's he's shown the last season and a half, two seasons, that he could be the player that all the Cowboys fans said he was and everyone else was like, nah, mate. Um, yeah, I think he's it's a big contract, but I think they had to do that to keep him there. And ultimately, this season has shown that they really rely on him a lot more than maybe people expected. I think he 100% deserves that contract. And had he not got that injury, um, I don't think anyone would be really questioning it at this point. When at the time he got right. the injury, he was on target for like the the biggest yard season in NFL history. Um, people forget how many yards they, they were, yeah, were losing. They were losing <laughs> games ridiculously, like... but he was throwing ridiculous amount of yards. Yeah, and had he not been injured, I think. Cowboys would have comfortably won that division for what yes. it's worth. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, like vaguely competent team versus all the rest of the shit show that's going on in there. It's just, yeah. Yeah, I mean, g- good for him. It's a huge signing bonus, which I guess makes sense in the current situation to be able to spread that over over the four year. Is it four years? It's four years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Four years, uh, 160 million. Yeah. Um, I mean, a relatively standard sort of second second or third second QB contract that's going in the NFL to be fair. Well, the, 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 thing, the thing that gets me on this is the fact that normally season on season you see the next round of QBs the first one that negotiates goes over whatever the previous thing was and the salary caps clearly put a little bit of a, a downer on that for him I think if he negotiated next season he might actually be looking at more money yeah. Oh, and maybe maybe that was another reason the Cowboys wanted to get it done. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. In in trying to play hardball, Jerry Jones has ended up costing himself about forty million, which is quite impressive. So <laughs> that's to be applauded, if nothing else. Well, wasn't it wasn't it Kirk Cousins who said to Dak last year that the franchise tag can be your friend? <laughs> yeah. And it absolutely was in this case. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they because they already franchise tagged him earlier in the off-season for this year as well. So he could have been on that for another year and then gone with a bigger contract next season. Yeah. Okay. Which is why I think that there's talk now that Josh Allen is going to get done sooner rather than later because they don't want to risk it potentially being even more next off-season. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody nobody cares about Josh Allen. Let's move on. (laughs) He looks so good in shorts, though. (laughs) I mean, it's certainly a move I'd rather see for my team than the Ben Roethlisberger extension, which Oof. is just like putting propping up a falling down barn. 
But I mean, uh, I get that, and like the, the guy. Is, do you? Well, I I do because who else? Who else are you going playing there? What else are you going to do? What option do you have? Are you going to are you going to go someone. with someone? But who? In their position, they made the playoffs. They're not going to get one of the big hitters, are they? Uh, I don't know. I mean, the, there's an element of. I know everyone hates Mason Rudolph now, but he was thrown into the mix when he way earlier than they'd ever planned to throw him into the mix. He's crazy. He, he hasn't been cut, which He's to me crap. suggests that they don't think he can't be the solution. Yeah, they've also they've also signed Dwayne Haskins, which doesn't scream that they think he's brilliant. <laughs> Haskins is fucking terrible. Well, he is, but why sign him if you think Mason Rudolph is is the camp body? Just a camp body. He'll be gone by. He'll be gone before the end of preseason. Josh Dobbs is the camp body. I think I've like, I don't know. It's I think any of the options that they've got there are crap. So unless you can, unless you're really confident, you can get someone in free agency, trade for someone, which th- it's unlikely that they're going to do, or draft someone in on the position they're drafting. I think Ben is the is the the best of a bad bunch. Are they going to make the, the playoffs? The trouble is, he's not he's not going to be any better than last year or the no. year before. It's just going the wrong way, and I think. But give me give me bad Ben. Over average Mason Rudolph. At a certain and, and, point, at a certain point, the Steelers are going to have to accept that they need to start thinking about a rebuild, and you're not going to make the Super Bowl with Ben anymore. I would bet large sums of money that they're not going to make the Super Bowl next season. And if you're not going to make the Super Bowl with him, why continue to try and push that rather than just starting your rebuild? Get that going. I'm I'm with you, Rich. I don't think they'll have a winning record. Um, I think they're, and it's a waste of a, it's a waste of a good defense. Right. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson. Quick word on him. (laughs) Anybody buying any of the rumors that are floating around? Yes. Get rid of him. Send him somewhere else. Other than other than (laughs) NFC West fans, um, (laughs) anybody buying any of this? Hundred hundred percent. He's a Seahawk next year. Yeah, I can't can't imagine anything anything else. I'd quite like to see him in the Super Jesus Texans, but don't (laughs) see it happening. I can't see any reason why you would trade him if you're the Seahawks. I I cannot understand why they've allowed it to get to this situation where there's even talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Supposedly, it's because he's sick of getting sacked. <laughs> Wouldn't you be? Well, he's only little. To, to, if I if I was getting paid what he's getting paid, I'd be all right with it. To be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can punch me way. in the face several times a week for that kind of money. That's, I, fine. that's fine. I'll yeah, take. I'm all, right, I'm all right with that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Particularly if I get to wear a pad and helmets. Exactly. Who's okay. doing the punching? No, we don't need to. Matt, literally, JJ Watt. Could, I'll yeah, take JJ Watt. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. JJ Watt can punch me in the face. I don't know, three times a week for that money. <laughs> Very the logistics of it with with COVID and social distancing and all the restrictions could be might be a might be a nightmare. To, but we could try and get it arranged. I don't mind. We can postpone it till next season if you want. <laughs> we can get JJ Watt a pugil stick. That'd be fine. JJ so, Watt or Shadow from Gladiators. Oh. With, with said pugil stick, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd much rather face JJ Watt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. 
All right. Um, Alan Robinson has been tagged. Oh. I don't. I don't have much to say other than the poor guy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> who's, the, who's give the guy a quarterback. Give him a quarterback. Please give him a quarterback. Oh, and they're not going to, are they? They're not going to give him one. They, they're keeping him against. Yeah. Well, sorry. <laughs> they're keeping him in Chicago against his will. And it's basically having... a hostage situation at this point. <laughs> this is the Bears already in 17 million in the red in cap hell. <laughs> <laughs> Why could you just release him? You've got, just... you've got better things to worry about. Exactly. You know, if you, you think there's any chance you're getting one of those big name quarterbacks and then you think, oh, don't worry, all well, the cap space. We... Oh, shit. <laughs> it's just... It's just not going to happen. It's fine. We'll find we'll someone to mug to take on Nick Foles' oh, no. contract, and uh, it's hard enough to find one last year. They're <laughs> yeah. in that. They're in that hellish situation that the Lions were in for years and years and years of just being somewhere in the middle of the pack. So you never get high enough to draft a top quality quarterback, but you're never making the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any other bits of? bits of news i'm sure there are plenty of bits of news that we haven't covered any any other bits of news that people want to cover the only thing i'm surprised about at the moment is that we haven't seen more big trades going on it's been really quiet on that front the only i think, I think that's only because people have been waiting for the um for the salary cap yeah maybe be interesting to see how this week goes yeah but... i think now i think we're going to start to see a lot of dominoes so it's a good job we've podcasted today rather than next week when you know that a lot of stuff will have happened but we could definitely we do might podcast next week right? nah we won't no. <laughs> there's no chance of that um, but yeah, I think we'll start to see a lot of dominoes fall now and hopefully some trades happen I think one thing worth mentioning is maybe the um, we were talking about people who are well over the cap and I think it was Rich, no, Russ, in the WhatsApp pointed out how bad the Eagle situation was, despite their just papier-mâché colander of a roster. I don't understand how they've ended up where they are in the cap space table and where they are with the roster. It's magical. They gave a quarterback they didn't want a massive contract, mostly, and then they're still paying for it, even though he's... Yeah, they're the guy that spent five years chasing that girl that they really liked, only to realise as soon as she finally said yes to going out to uh, going out with them that they didn't actually want her anymore. But then they were stuck with her because they'd already proposed. She'd said yes. They'd spent a lot of money on the ring. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> um, she doesn't listen. There's no chance of that. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't talking um, about you specifically, but no, yeah. no, 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 definitely not. I mean, should be very clear about that. Right before we we'll do we'll do a bit of any other business. I imagine we'll we've got some things to get off our chest. Um, before we get into that, I have th- just a quick question to each of you. Um, I'm just springing this one on you. Um, I mentioned this well, relatively recently, but the the one helmet rule in the NFL, if you're familiar with this, um, it's a safety thing, which I don't fully understand. So a player can only have like one physical shell of a helmet that they wear all year. Um, And what it means is that teams, if they're wearing alternates or throwback uniforms, is they have to use the same helmet. So sometimes it will just be the same helmet. Sometimes they'll put decals or stickers or whatever on top of it to change it to make it look more like a throwback but it means that some teams can't use 
like really radical throwbacks because it's a totally different color helmet. Um, so there's talk of this being relaxed and the second helmet being permitted. This has been sort of been floated a while. Um, the, the quick question to you is which uniform from yesteryear do you want to see again? Um, and having thrown this on you, um, I'm obviously going to say uh, I want the, the baby blue Houston Oilers. That goes without saying. Um, but hopefully that's given you a few more seconds to think of your answer. Um, Pat, I'm going to go to you. You look less least blank of the three of you. <laughs> I was just thinking, uh, so Jaguars announced they were moving to Teal as primary in a really big... Um, as, they, as they should... Yeah, I was just to distract us all from the shit show that was the roster management at the time. But um, my favourite Jags kit is black with teal um, kind of piping and the all black helmet. I think that looks badass. Okay. Given the, I don't want to force you into another answer, but given the the Jags only having sort of twenty five years worth of history, is there any other other team from longer ago? No, maybe not. I like the really classic Denver Broncos. Good That's answer. Good shout. Yes. The, the John Elway unit with the blue helmet, with the light blue helmet with the D. Yeah. I think they've, I think they've, they've tried, they've had something similar, but not quite, not quite nailed it. Um, Mark, who, which one would you like to see? This is dead easy for me. Um, just because it would make him look like a tit. I want to see Tom Brady in the Buccaneers creamsicle outfit. So the um, the white yes. the white shorts and the the horrible orange um, jerseys. Yeah, bring that back. Disgusting uniform, and um, get Tom Brady in it. Creamsicle it's, it's, is a horrific word. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. unnecessary. It's it's just a really like light orange. Yeah. Just uh, it was everything that was shit about the. Uh, the, the Buccaneers, kind of in the the early the early nineties, and yeah, as soon as you see that that uniform, you just know that it was going to be a terrible thing that was on the field, and that's what I want to see for Tom Brady now. So get those back. I agree. And the uh, and the Bills red helmets as well; they were gorgeous. <laughs> Rich, any that you could think of? See, I don't recall even back in the eighties any Niners uniforms that didn't have the gold helmet. So we actually have one of my favourite jerseys is the current throwback white jersey. Yeah, I don't, 80s, I don't think the Niners ever ever changed it from the. Yeah, the there's. I think there's a silver helmet from a long, long time ago, but that's like way, way back. And so for me, yeah, like I love the current Niners white throwback jerseys. I would love it if we could get the red throwbacks as an option as well, but. It doesn't the the helmet change doesn't make a difference. No, true for true. us. I don't think. Yeah. Um. And and I don't I don't think I know any any other teams well enough to think about those kind of throwback options. Um. Other than echoing what Mark said, which would be hilarious. <laughs> I think. But do you that... think the safety thing's a weird one though? I don't. I really don't understand what the fuck difference that makes because you're just dealing with a different color helmet and surely if they get a helmet that gets fucked at some point during the season they have to change it anyway yeah it makes literally no sense the uh, the other one that i quite like to see is the same reason mark said for tampa bay really is those patriots uniforms oh they the were white, horrible the white helmet yeah, yeah. Th those i just associate with them being crap 
in a similar way. <laughs> with the guy well, down on in, with the guy down in the three point stance, that, that yeah, guy on the yeah. helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That could be that could be a good uniform for them for the next decade while they remain crap. Yeah, exactly. just wear last season's uniform if you just want them wearing something they were crap in. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, apologies for the large percentage of our listeners. That last five minutes will have bored the pants off. Um, but if you <laughs> no, hear, if you the hear last that... the last hour and a quarter, yeah. <laughs> the last three years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, now it's time for this. Ugh, horrible. Oh, don't say that about the Jags. No. Things Pat hates. Online grocery shopping. <laughs> it's worse than the store at the moment. <laughs> I guess if, especially if you're you're forced into it by by isolation, which uh, has happened to us all at some point, I imagine, in the, in the past that, year. What specifically do you not like about it, Pat? I mean, just like the way they list out the products, it's shit to find the stuff that you like. And then when you've spent an hour finding the stuff that you like, what they deliver is mostly not that, and it's mostly <laughs> stuff you wouldn't have picked that's inferior to that, yeah. and often more expensive. Some of the replacement stuff is laughable. <laughs> there was a thing with Amazon when they started doing their grocery delivery where if you ordered stuff and they couldn't fulfill it or anything like it, they still had to do something. So people were getting like, I don't know, rubber ducks or things like that. <laughs> some <laughs> random fucking Amazon product instead of some grocery item. It's amazing. Weird. The best example was I asked for two baking potatoes, just two loose baking potatoes. Not something you'd think would be out of stock very often. They gave me four taste the difference potatoes in plastic wrapping, which I didn't want. They were more expensive and smaller. One of them was shattered and mouldy, which had moulded onto another one of them. So only two of the four that they sent me were edible. So just like, what? And then it's more effort and time to complain and get your money back than the actual cost of two potatoes. I mean, they have the different ones. They have given us a voucher for the difference between <laughs> what we ordered and what they sent us, having charged us more. But that wow. means I have to. But like, I can only use that if I do another delivery and pay them another delivery fee, and I don't want to. Although I do have to. So, yeah. you what you'll have to do, you'll have to place the order for about ten shops until until you get one without the need yeah. for another voucher it'll happen <laughs> eventually eventually you'll balance it out it hooked me in now it's like amazon prime <laughs> <laughs> all right i think we're already in any other business without necessarily <laughs> announcing it yeah, yeah pretty we much want, we just went into this bit of the podcast by accident <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's be honest it's all of the podcast anyway pretty much um i'll get mine i'm gonna get mine out out the way very quickly i don't have anything in particular but just minor irritations um this is uh, we're this is now a year of, of covid and everything that's gone with it um they've science in science there you go we've developed vaccines and different vaccines that can you know eventually beat this thing and progress is being made and it, it's all great and everything else why can't science in that time 
give us a mask that doesn't make your glasses steam up. Because <laughs> <laughs> they've been busy with vaccines. But the, you know, it's, it's, worth, it's worth doing five minutes at the end of the day on that, isn't it? Yeah, just, just to help get us through that. Yeah, Pat, what are you playing at? <laughs> Sorry, mate. They're working on cancer. <laughs> no, just five minutes. That's still work on cancer, but just just a bit of time at the end of the day for that, if you don't mind. Um, also, this I don't want to get into a big thing with this. Um, funnily enough, right, Alexa, <laughs> Alexa, um, I don't need reminders. You know, I don't know if you've got one, but where it comes up with a little orange glow if it's got something to tell you, and it's normally about your Amazon delivery. But now it started just. Um, asking me to review purchases stop it and i'm sure there's a way in settings i'm sure it's there but just like email me if you want me to post reviews about your products which i'm still not going to do um but stop invading my alexa with requesting that i do that it's annoying um have we said alexa enough times during this podcast not sponsored You'd have, you'd, it's amazing that a device that's specifically designed to spy on you and gather all your data would be doing things that are invasive. It's unbelievable. Adam. It is shocking, isn't it? And I'm, and I'm well aware that I could. there'll be a way to change that in settings. I'm well yeah. aware of that. There's before. a really easy way of solving that problem. Throw it in the bin. <laughs> yeah, that would work. That would. But then what would I listen to this podcast on? Just get a Bluetooth speaker. You've got a phone. Um, somebody else, any other business? Pat? I mean, you've heard most of mine, so I'm in the middle <laughs> of a 10-day self-isolation period. Uh, my partner had a positive PCR flow test initially, um, so evacuate home from work, just immediately finding that result out, called the test and trace system who told us we had to isolate till the 16th, sent her another test. She was then contacted by the people who did the first test to say, you know, we said positive. What we actually meant was processing error. Second test came back negative. <laughs> and to be fair to the test and trace system, they did send us a, tr- a test within 24 hours, and it was processed within 24 hours. So we knew she was negative by Sunday, which meant that a lot of the stress came off. You know, we'd got groceries by that point as well. So... The stress of illness and the stress of no, not no running potatoes, out of food in the house was fine. Groceries. But the system's so inflexible that we're still getting messages saying, I hope you're still self-isolating. You could be subject to legal action if you're not still self-isolating for someone who we pretty, pretty sure is negative now. That's what we paid £22 billion for is to harass you with unnecessary notifications. The systems aren't linked. That's the problem. So the <laughs> PCR testing system isn't linked to the broader so. testing system. And Shocker. The broader testing system isn't like the notification system. So she got a message after having received the results saying, have you sent off your test back yet? It's like, yes, you know that. You've received it and processed it. So it basically you... be true because it's privatised and therefore better. Yeah, quite. So you're both isolating because of a false positive <laughs> that they that. know is a false positive. Yeah, pretty much. I looked into the PCR testing accuracy, for want of a better term, and it's like, in its best setting, it's around 80%. And that drops off to around, I think, the lowest. The, the government. Uh, semi-trained people in pharmaceutical <laughs> cut setting. Off. <laughs> <laughs> they cut you off. The Tories listen. <laughs> <laughs> cut you off. 
if the test you're using that massively affects people's lives is only 60% accurate, then what are you doing? Why yeah, are you they, rolling that out? Well, this is, this is why That's the whole the thing was one versus be... the other one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the whole point was that you were supposed to take them as directional and then take another test or couple of tests over the next 24 hours. And then if you get multiple positives, then you know you're probably positive. Yeah. Which is what they're doing in schools. Right. right. Now. They're using those to. And if you get a positive one of those, then you get a proper test rather than. Proper. And the point is, if that happens and the proper test is negative, you shouldn't have to do that, surely. Well, you'd think, but apparently not. <laughs> Ah, uh, wonderful. Yeah. Um, Mark, any other business? Kids are back in school. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, isn't it? They're back. It's brilliant. The other day, I found myself working, and I stopped and thought, I can hear myself think. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not having to get snacks for some little arsehole child running around. This is brilliant. One day, I found a bit unsettling. It was a bit weird. It was weird dropping them off when there was so many people around them, even with staggered entry that schools are doing at the moment. Um, but yeah, it was bizarre. And I do wonder how long it's going to take to get back used to being around people again. And One oof, drunken night out. <laughs> it's likely to be that. And I've booked, There's um, you, you probably get similar things around your guys' ways, but there's something called um, Classic Ibiza, that does a, a night out with like big symphony orchestra and but nice. they're doing like proper Ibiza tunes with nice. with that orchestra, and um it, they put Where's it on. Where's that? It, it Bowood, round round our way. I don't know if you know Bowood, but it's a big outdoor bit like stately home. So, if so, you're not if you're not from the area, he's talking about Swindon. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's just off King Road, <laughs> ten King Road, Swindon, and um. <laughs> Yeah, it was like me and my friends have all organised to go to this thing, and it's it was booked to be just after lockdown is meant to be totally done, and um, yeah, looking and I think that may be the night that it kind of you know you like you said you get used to being a pisshead in big groups of people again. Bring it on. <laughs> all right, Rich, finish well, us off. That links nicely into mine uh, in terms of being a pisshead because. Uh, I found out recently that, okay, so we all have hangover cures, right? Hangover cures are bullshit. They don't actually work. All they do is help you feel a little bit better about the symptoms that you're dealing with. Hangover prevention might actually, yeah, hangover prevention might actually be somewhat possible. So a friend of mine put me on to vitamin. So you get all these obviously charlatans selling preventative things that you take up front Vitamin B apparently is the one thing that actually makes those worthwhile because it helps speed up your metabolism to a certain extent. It helps you process foods and all that kind of stuff. So I've been trialing vitamin B tablets for all of my nights of drinking. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Friday didn't get quite so drunk, but Thursday and Saturday, I got pretty shit-faced and I woke up pretty much hangover free on both on all three mornings after i will continue to monitor this progress but early results are positive I, so I, your life I, at the moment is basically testing this <laughs> sort of. are, you, are you just getting drunk by yourself uh no i mean on video chats and shit with friends oh, okay. but yeah, yes fine. there's there's a certain amount i mean like tonight with you guys i've only had three beers but you know <laughs> well, fine good yeah uh, 
Um, yes, I, I'm I, not, I, but I'm genuinely interested to see how this goes. And and I assume that some of our listeners might actually be keen to try and avoid hangovers because let's face it, this last year we've all had a few horrendous ones. <laughs> so let us know if you try it out and it doesn't work at all. Let us know so we can stop bothering. <laughs> I think I think my drinking patterns during this whole thing have more. Like I'm not not really getting so many hangovers. It's it's more that I'm drinking like more frequently, During the but day. less to less to excess. If you see what <laughs> I mean. Just at lunchtime. Yeah. Now you're just a function. <laughs> you're just now a functioning yeah, alcoholic. Yeah. Now. <laughs> I actually had to set myself rules so I didn't become a functioning alcoholic. I'm only allowed to drink three nights a week. <laughs> that's including that's, the weekend, not just weekdays. <laughs> so yeah, I drink Mondays, Fine, Tuesdays, nice and Thursdays, and then Saturdays and Sundays. Friday's a weekend as well. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> Don't restrict yourself. <laughs> All right. Oh, they... oh, and also a uh, quick one on uh, Disney Plus WandaVision. It's fucking brilliant. It's bizarre and mental, and I didn't understand what the hell was going on for the first three and a half episodes, but it is excellent. Fully you recommend know the, be- the best thing about Disney Plus is that as a streaming device of Device isn't the word. You know what I mean? A streaming service. Mm-hmm. Um, is it works? <laughs> I have one Amazon issue with Prime. it. Amazon Prime. That's a low bar. Well, it, <laughs> yeah, but thing about it. if you're watching Amazon Prime, right? And I've, there's been previous any other businesses about my daughter buying stuff through Amazon <laughs> Prime. So hear me out here. You set, you set it so it stops that with a pin, which I eventually worked out how to do. This is a yeah. callback. But... The consequence of that is I have to put a pin in to watch anything above a certain age rating, which is fine. Um, but if you're watching a series, uh, you have to put the pin in every single time a new episode starts. Oh, that's oh, annoying. That's so things shit. Like that. Also, you can't use the numbers on your remote control for putting in the pin as a shortcut like you can with Netflix or Disney+. Plus. What? Sort it out. Sort it out. There's one issue that I have with Disney+, Plus that has been pissing me off, which is when it gets to the end of an episode, often they'll roll the credits for like 20 or 30 seconds before it does the play next episode thing, which obviously if you're just watching one episode, at that point, you just turn the TV off because you're done watching it. The next time you go and watch it, you can't go in and just find the next episode easily. You have to hunt through all the menus to find the actual series to find the next episode, or you have to rewatch the last 30 seconds of the episode and then click next episode, they need to sort that fucking out. These are the first world's problems I've ever <laughs> Have you not listened to AOB before, Pat? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just be grateful no one has raised those fucking idiots that we're, like, we're not going to raise yes, and discuss yes, them at any about. point. Yes. Uh, if, you no, wanna, if you want to no hear about them, in... the Mall Over podcast certainly covered them. <laughs> so, I have no interest in talking about cured meats. <laughs> nice leave it there that's all we need to say all right um we'll be back next week no of course we won't be back next week we'll be back we'll be back whenever something happens that we think is worthy of discussion and and even then who knows um but yeah nice to chat to you gents it's been good catch you again soon Oh, it's fun.
totally bossed it. <laughs> as soon as he went, like, as soon as he was like, oh, yes, I was like, oh, oh shit, that thing. He's talking about what Pat hates, the Pat hates. Ooh. I was What's like, worse, oh, I wrote the Google list out of things to remind myself of and never looked at it. So I've gone <laughs> literally all of them. That was good. Brilliant. I... Although the downside with that feature is the uh, extra editing. It, it, yeah. it, it, it's, it's worth it. It's worth it. It, is, it really is. <laughs>